This is episode 315 of The Amy Ayler Show. The Amy Ayler Show is especially for emerging, rising, and established women leaders that are ready to stop being so hard on themselves so they can make their greatest contribution, rise, and lead. And show notes for today's episode can be found at amyaylorshow.com forward slash 315. That's amyaylorshow.com forward slash 315. And today's episode is called Don't do Set Your 2020 Goals Until You Do This. Don't set your 2020 goals until you do this. Yes, that's right. I'm going to take you through a powerful process today to help you end your year with clarity, with peace, and maybe even with a little bit of joy. So you're going to want to have a piece of paper, if you can, and a pen for today's call, for today's episode, because this is really about ending your year right. Now, before I go into that, I wanted to let you know, if you want to go through this process and so much more, I want to make sure you know about my upcoming 2020 visioning workshop that I'm doing in beautiful wine country up in Sonoma, California in January, January 17th through 19th. You can find out all the details about this fantastic, spectacular workshop and retreat by going to wakeupcallcoach.com forward slash 2020. That's wakeupcallcoach.com forward slash 2020. Come and spend three days with me in the beauty of wine country and a small intimate circle of powerful women leaders, entrepreneurs, artists, and really go deep so that you can set up your entire year. Because if there's something that I know to be true, and believe me, I've been doing processes like these for over 25 years, if there's something that I know to be true more than anything, if we don't take that time outside of time, really to take and create that space where we can look at what is it that we want, what is our deepest desires for the year ahead, if we don't do that, oh my goodness, we go right into reaction mode. And when we're in reaction mode, we're just reacting to what we already have. So it's a great way to create more of the same. Now, maybe everything's going amazing in your life and you want to create more of the same. Okay, great. But for those of you that want to really create a breakthrough, maybe it's in one area of your life like finances or career or romance and relationships, or maybe you want to create a breakthrough with self-care and the way you create and treat your beautiful body, then this is the workshop for you. I guarantee that you are going to love it. I've been leading workshops like these for over 25 years, been doing these processes in my own life, and it's everything. I mean, it makes all the difference in the world. So again, go and check it out at wakeupcallcoach.com forward slash 2020, and we have a special early bird rate that is going through December 17th, so you want to make sure and just go ahead and check that out now where you can actually save 500 bucks off the price of admission when you use the code early at checkout. So I hope to get to give you a big old hug in Sonoma next month in January and really help you start your year off right. All right, now on to the show. So I don't want you to set your 2020 goals, and I don't even like the word goals. We'll get into that further when you come to the workshop. But don't set that vision. Don't even start thinking about what you want in 2020 until you do this process that I'm going to reveal to you today. I can't tell you how often I see clients and over the years and also myself and my loved ones, my husband, my friends, my colleagues, 
that start diving into visioning their 2020 without doing some sort of process to really officially complete their 2019, the year that they have just had. Now, we're here on this day in December, so the year isn't even quite over yet, but you can start really doing this. And it starts with you taking an inventory of your year. And in your inventory, there's two different categories. I want you to celebrate and really acknowledge all of your wins, your triumphs, your successes. I want you to make a list of everything that went amazingly well. And I find it incredibly helpful to actually go into your calendar system, whether you are old-fashioned like so many people I know and use you know, a hard calendar where you have your dates, your date book, so to speak, or you go through your Google Calendar or whatever system that you use and really take a look. Remember, where were you in January of 2019? Where were you on New Year's Day? What was going on in your life? And really look at month by month, what were the wins and the successes and the triumphs in January? What about in February and March and April and June, July? You get the idea. Go through and really look at all of those things that were wins and triumphs and successes. And I want you to make a category called losses, failures, and disappointments. What were the losses? What were the failures? What were the disappointments? What were the challenges? What were the things that sucked this year? Yes, I want you to be real about the things that sucked in 2019. I know for me, this year has been incredibly hard. It's been really challenging personally, professionally, on all sorts of different ways for me this year. So this list of mine might be pretty darn long. And I want you to not spiritually bypass by just putting you know, a happy face saying, oh no, it was great. It was a great year. Or conversely, I don't want you to just put a sad face and say, 2019 sucked, right? No, we want to really actually do an inventory. Take some time to process. And this might be something that you do over a couple of hours. It might be something that you do because, you know, in 15 minutes sitting here might be something that you do all the way through the end of the year for the next few weeks, really looking at the truth of that. And I want you to be honest with yourself about the truth. Just be honest. Be real with yourself. What was really hard? What was challenging? What was disappointing? Where did you totally and completely fail? I know that I had some crazy failures this year. And it's important for us to acknowledge those and to actually process those. So that is step one take that inventory. And again, this is something I'm going to go in depth into at the 2020 Visioning Workshop, which I hope you can make. It's a process that is so important so that you can gift yourself with a clean slate before you start creating that 2020 vision. Because you don't want to be lugging around all of your disappointments and failures. This is why when clients say to me, well, I'm going to put on there that I'm going to you know, get in shape this year. And I say, well, how many years have you put that on the list? And what's happened? And they're like, every year for the last 20 years, I'm like, okay. So no, you do not get to put that on your list until you actually do some work to process why this has not happened, right? So I want you to do that year in inventory, and I want you to do it with love and with compassion. And then once you have all of those lists, right, all of those things, we're going to first turn our attention to the losses, failures, and disappointments, And I want you to just rate how much each of those losses, failures, and disappointments, how much 
Do they sting? Like how much charge in there? Like you might have a loss or a disappointment where it's like you think about it and you're like, eh, it's processed. Now that I've acknowledged it, I'm good. In that case, you would rate it a zero or a one. You'd say, ah, I'm not triggered by this at all. I feel like I'm, I'm fine about it. Yeah, it wasn't fun, but I'm good. And then there might be some losses, failures, and disappointments where you think about them and you're like, oh my gosh, 10. Ouch. This is so up for me. I'm so triggered by it. I have not processed it at all. I think about it and I start crying or I want to punch a wall or whatever the case may be. So I want you to rate each and every one of those losses on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being like totally neutralized. I'm good. I'm at peace with this loss or failure or disappointment. And 10 being like, I am in excruciating pain. I can barely even think about this. I see red, tears start to form, whatever that physical reaction is. And by the way, pay attention to your body when you go ahead and rate each of these things. Pay attention to how it feels in your body. If you start getting butterflies, if you start getting tension when you think about that, you're going to want to rate that you know, probably five or above. Pay attention to your body. Be kind to yourself. Do it with compassion and love and go ahead and rate all of those. You may want to pause this um, podcast right now while you do that, but I'm going to continue on in the process. So the next step in the process is I want you to take anything that is a five or above on that scale, a five or above on that scale, which means that it's still pretty painful for you. And I want you to ask the following question. What is my inner mean girl telling me? about this failure, loss, or disappointment? What's the story that your inner mean girl, that your inner critic is saying about that process? And I want you to go ahead and write about that or say it out loud. Let your inner mean girl just rant about it. And again, we're doing this with any, you're going to want to do this with each and every one of the things that are a five and above. Okay, what is my inner mean girl saying about this? Loss, failure, disappointment. So let's say, for example, you got divorced this year or you filed for divorce this year. And when, you know, you look at that and you rated it like a nine, it's still painful for you. You know it's the right thing. And by the way, you might have something that's in both categories. You might have your divorce, like filing for divorce might be a huge win accomplishment, something you want to celebrate and a triumph for you. And it might also be something that's a loss for you too. That happens. That's life. We're human. My goodness. So I want you on that to go ahead with this and just, what is your inner mean girl saying? And your inner mean girl might be saying you're a total failure, or it might be saying you should have never married this person, might be saying you're a loser that you couldn't make this work, what's wrong with you, or might even be beating you up like, what had you stay so long, bozo, you know, (laughs) whatever your inner mean girl is saying to you, just let your inner mean girl rant about it. And this is a a twist on the wake up call three-step process, my signature process. So what is she saying, your inner mean girl saying about that loss, disappointment, and failure? And then... I want you, once your inner mean girl has ranted, you might want to write all that down with red pen in a journal, then I want you to close your eyes, as long as it's safe to do so, take a deep breath, and simply ask, what does my inner wisdom know about this loss or disappointment and failure? So in this example, what does my inner wisdom know about the divorce? And that's when your inner wisdom, that voice of truth within you, is going to come in and say the truth. She might say something like, sweetheart, you did the best you could in that marriage. 
and it wasn't a failure. It's just over. She might say something simple like that, right? So really allow your inner wisdom to speak. And then the third part of this process is for you to repeat back your inner wisdom's truth while doing some sort of physical movement. I usually just tap on my heart. You might want to put your hand on your heart. Just really allow yourself to lock it in with a gesture. This is an NLP, a neuro-linguistic programming technique, as I was saying, and it really helps lock in that truth so that you can start carrying that. And then after you do this process, re-rate it. Where is it now? Maybe it was a nine before you started. Like we said, if it was that divorce example, now maybe it's down to a two. And I want you to repeat this process until you can get it down to somewhere below a three, right? And any of those that are losses or disappointments or failures that are five or below, you might just want to look at them and say, what do you need from me in order for this to feel better? You can also take them through this three-step process if you want to. So we want you to do this with each and every one of those failures, losses, and disappointments where you need that extra processing. This is so valuable, this tool. So go ahead and do that with each and every one of them. And then once, and again, you're going to want to pause this podcast here and do that process, and then you're going to come back over to the next part, which is I want you to then look at all of your successes and wins and triumphs, and I want you to actually acknowledge them. And I love to do this by having you look at this, you know, what is the win, what is the success, what is the triumph, and to then look at who you needed to be in order to create that in 2019? Who did you need to be in order to create that? So go ahead and do that. So for example, maybe, you know, taking this in shape, maybe you did have some health goals this year and you really, you know, were looking at, let's say that you had high cholesterol and you brought your cholesterol down. You didn't even have to go on medication. You did it through lifestyle changes and you're really proud of that. So you would look at that and say, who did I need to be? You say, I needed to be someone who was super disciplined and 100% committed. And then really acknowledge yourself, say, wow, I am a disciplined, committed person, and I did this. I created this for my health, and I'm proud of myself. So really acknowledge who it is that you had to be in order to create each and every one of your wins. And then that will lead us into the final part of the process which is you doing what I like to call a completion ritual. And so this is a final step to close out your past year. It's a way for you to formally leave the past exactly where it belongs in the past. So once I want you to fill this out, I want you to write this down, and then I want you to read this out loud to yourself Or you can even ask your friend, your beloved wife, or beloved husband, or boyfriend, or girlfriend, or sister, or mother, or brother to witness you in this. And the act of reading it out loud will officially close out the past year. So you're going to say, as I complete 2019, I release, and you're going to name the three biggest failures, losses, and incompletions, those failures, losses, and disappointments, right? I release and name the three biggest ones that you want to release. And then you say, I celebrate and celebrate the top three wins, successes, triumphs that you're really celebrating, those accomplishments. And then you can also throw in there, and I will remember and really name a lesson or two that you're taking with you into 2020. 
So again, as you complete 2019, I release, list your three failures, losses, and disappointments. I celebrate, list three wins, successes, and triumphs. And I will remember and name a lesson that you're carrying with you. And then, and only then, do I want you to complete, officially declare and complete 2019. And then, and only then, do I want you to go ahead and start visioning and really looking at your 2020 vision, your goals, your deep desires, your intentions for the year ahead. I would love to hear how this process goes for you. You can leave a comment on Podbean. You can leave a comment on Apple Music. I would love to hear about that. And as always, you can email me at amy at wakeupcallcoaching.com. That's amy at wakeupcallcoaching.com. And again, I hope this process has been useful for you. And I hope to see you at the 2020 Visioning Retreat in Sonoma with me. The early bird rate is expiring on December 17th, and I hope to see you there. You can check out the details for that again at wakeupcallcoach.com forward slash 2020. So with that, I'm sending you off with so much love. Happy, happy holidays. I have two super juicy shows that I'm putting out before the end of the year. So stay tuned for those and we'll see what magic I'm going to create in 2020. I can't wait. I am sending you off with so much love. Keep embracing the messiness and the magic of your life and keep rising and leading.